Hey, we're the Fords, and this is By Grace We Live. Thanks for coming back to hang out with us for another episode. Um, before we jump into today's topic, Ryan, how are you doing? <laughs> Just great. <laughs> that sounds super sarcastic. <laughs> no, I'm doing good. It's uh, the week flew by though, which means the weekend flew by. So yeah. That was that was a little unfortunate. You have like the post no pre Monday blues. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like you actually do have those every week. Like I can sort of tell. Yeah. A change in your demeanor at like a Sunday night rolls around. And it's like wah wah wah. <laughs> back, back to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it is what it is. Well, how was your week? I mean, you said it went by fast. Yeah. Um, it was a good week. Not not too crazy. We didn't have a lot going on, so that mm-hmm. that was nice. Yeah, especially this weekend, we it was pretty. We had lucky. a lot of yeah free time, so we caught up on some Downton Abbey. Of course, which honestly, <clears throat> we won't give any spoilers away. I don't think we've talked about our obsession with Downton yet. No, we well, just... we're we're only four episodes into this podcast. That's so. true. So okay, <laughs> buckle in, people. Uh, we've started watching Downton Abbey, and for those of you who may not know what it is. It is a um, period piece uh, based in England in the early 1900s about a wealthy family who basically owns a village. And essentially, like, the beginning of the story is kind of the family has three daughters, so none of them can inherit the... They're not heirs. Like, legally by law, they're not allowed to be heirs and inherit the fortune and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So the story starts off with, like, who is going to be the heir then? And then kind of figuring out if the oldest daughter is going to marry that person or she's going to marry someone else or whatever. Well, we have friends and family who really love the show. Yeah. And we took, it took us years to give it a try. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought I wasn't going to like it. Like I just thought it wouldn't keep my attention. And we actually watched the first episode once. Years ago. Yeah. And you fell asleep. And I fell asleep, <laughs> which is not a surprise. Yeah. Um, But... We are hooked. I mean, I don't know what it is about it. Like, you really start to develop. The characters develop. A lot of them are very endearing. And I don't know. You, like, are rooting for them. Certain characters you're not rooting for. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, there's really been a lot of... In. Yeah, it does. But there's been a lot of tragedy. Yes. Recently. And so it's sometimes... It is I a drama. Like, yeah, I don't want to watch it. Because I'm like, what else could this family possibly go through? I can't put up with it. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> but we got to catch up on that, so that was, yeah. that was nice. Yeah. And, yeah, my week was good, too. Thanks for asking. Of um, course. <laughs> we did have a very, like, chill week. Um, Miles and I were able to go to the splash pad that's nearby our house one day, which was really... It was fun to get out of the house and do something different during the day, but, like, he's still a little too young to truly enjoy it. He was kind of afraid of the water a little bit, like, going in his face. Um, He just enjoyed the snacks that I brought and people watching. He really loved watching the other kids. (laughs) Um, But then we ended up playing on the playground, and that was fun, too. So, um, 
and then I got to go. So we live in Ohio. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, most of you know that because if you're listening, you're probably like friends and family <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but we live in Ohio and I was able to go to the West Side Market in Cleveland with my sister-in-laws this weekend. And that was a lot of fun. Although I got hustled by a vendor. <laughs> Ryan doesn't think I got hustled. He just thinks I didn't know what I was doing, which there might be some truth to that. Um, Let's just say I paid $20 for like nine pieces of fruit and they were exotic fruit. Nonetheless, like passion fruit and figs and just not stuff you normally have here. But when I got home, they tasted like poo poo and um, very, very upset about that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, but other than that, it was a lot of fun spending time with my sisters. So, um, uh, let's jump into our segment, book club. Book club. Book club. I'm not going to do my song again because apparently that, it wasn't a song, I guess. More like a chant. That didn't go over well. No. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So last time, last week you were reading Adorning the Dark, right? Yes. Yep. Did you finish that? I did finish it today, actually, and it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it it was a memoir of sorts uh, about um, this. The author, he's a musician. That's like his main thing, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Peterson, and he uh, he just kind of talked about. Um, that calling and creativity and creating and making um and and his community that he kind of built around all that um and just you know he he had little anecdotes from his life about you know different various times of uh trying to learn uh how to create well and things like that but it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, he was a pretty good writer. And uh Would you rate it on Goodreads? Four out of five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There there's a couple times where uh I felt as though it went just a little uh like down a rabbit hole maybe. Yeah. You know? Or or you know, I don't know. No, it was it was really good and I recommend it for anyone interested in, you know the the creative like that kind of like thoughts on creating and things like that mm-hmm. um even if you're not a songwriter there's still like interesting takeaways and things uh that he gave but yeah four out of five is what i gave it um and yeah have you moved on to any I, other books yeah i'm currently reading everything sad is untrue which i just started so i'm not very far but um, now this is like a true story, right? Well, or kind of, of. It, yeah. I it it says it's a true story, but I don't know if that's a, a little. I mean, there is truth to it, and there's true aspects to it. Um, but uh, I think there's a little bit of maybe like l- family legend or myth surround inside of it as well. I don't know. I'm only a few chapters in, but just reading the description of it. But it's, it's essentially this like. Um, uh, refugee, uh, he's Persian. There's family's Persian, and he moved to Oklahoma with his mom. And um, I think he has a sibling. I don't remember. I guess I'm not very far. He hasn't mentioned a sibling, but I'm trying to think from the. <laughs> you, 
Uh, he just came up with one. No, actually, I think he did have a sibling. I don't remember. Um, but anyways, uh, now he's like growing up in Oklahoma and um, it, it centers around him as a 12 year old, I think, okay. in his school. That's kind of where it like opens up. Um, and he's kind of talking about how like no one ever believed him uh, right now and uh, like his stories and things he would talk about. Um, when he was younger, mm-hmm. like people wouldn't believe him? Yeah, like his classmates and okay. everything because he was so different from everyone else. He's like in a what seems to be, you know, a more rural probably area mm-hmm. uh, probably, in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's this like immigrant refugee mm-hmm. um and so it uh it centers around that it's supposed to be funny i've i've heard really good things and i keep seeing it everywhere so that's why i picked it up um on some on a podcast i listened to somebody mentioned it and said it was like a must read it was like their favorite book oh, they've read this year or something like that and then uh i had i've seen some people post about it on instagram um and it's got like over four star review on right now on uh, average on goodreads so um i just heard good things and it's supposedly a pretty quick read too um which i always appreciate but i think it's geared toward a younger Mm. audience yeah Um, that naturally kind of makes it easier to read too yeah so but um but yeah so just started that so i can't really speak to how <laughs> we how well it's a, going well, i know i feel like last time job. i had just started reading adorning the dark yep and, and now i was this, the same with like all the other books I yeah well i could you know once i'm done with it then i can say more i suppose yeah but um but that's what i'm reading now so nice what are you reading so i finished happy people are annoying as well and i gave that a four out of five mm-hmm. on goodreads i mean i liked it but there wasn't like I don't know why I didn't give it a five. It wasn't like I gave it a five because of a specific reason. I just, some of it is like. Didn't hit you as hard as some other memoirs you've read or autobiographies. No. Uh, I actually really did appreciate like a lot of his thoughts and like his self-awareness and his authenticity. Mm -hmm. Um, But he did make fun of himself too much, I felt like, which I think some people tend to naturally do that when they're comedians because it's like. What is it? Self self-deprecation. Deprecation. I'm a self self-defecating. Oh, that's, that's not. That's I something mean, totally different. Yeah. <laughs> Which everyone could, self-defecates. You could make jokes about that too, but you know, self-deprecation. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he did that a lot, and I don't know. There's just like I'm a nine on the Enneagram, which Ryan doesn't like. Ryan doesn't love the Enneagram, which is fine, and he doesn't have to. But I identify as a nine, so like, I felt like turmoil inside of me because he was like making fun of himself a lot and I just didn't I'm like don't do that to yourself Mm -hmm. um but anyway so it was good but I just started dream big by Bob Goff I guess I should the what is this part called subtitle Probably more like a tagline. Tagline? That's a little long to be a subtitle, I think. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, either one. The subtitle is Know What You Want, Why You Want It, and What You're Going to Do About It. Mm. And I'm only seven chapters in, but if you've ever read a Bob Goff book, the chapters are fairly short. I feel like he has like, I've only read a few of his books, but I feel like he has kind of anecdotes or like 
stories that go along with his point mm-hmm. and then he drives it home and then he moves on to the next chapter mm-hmm. but so far there's been a lot of just things that he's mentioned or questions that he's asked that have really stood out to me that I I have a running Google Doc on my phone already of like just quotes that mm. hit me um, in the feels um, <laughs> and it's just kind of funny because I feel I picked this up last week no yeah last week because um this theme of passion and not squelching your passion and not letting insecurity and fear like deter you from like your calling or what you're made to do keeps coming up in my life and Mm -hmm. I've felt very like vulnerable and emotional about it and so I was like okay maybe the Lord's trying to tell me something um and I do think that is the case and it could probably be a podcast episode down the road but that's like a like episode 15 podcast you know it's too vulnerable for right now you guys don't know me i don't know you that well enough you know i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um for real i i feel like i i know you want to read this book too so i'm really excited i actually bought it yeah you bought it for for myself uh, (laughs) like a month or two ago it's been sitting on the bookshelf and so i was like you know what i'm gonna read it um so i'm excited for you to read it and then for us to kind of compare like notes, notes if you will so yeah i like it a lot cool i'm still reading the other two books that i'm doing for book studies yeah they're going well i don't i don't know how you read multiple books at the same time well so the one the power of a praying parent that's very short too like each chapter Mm. is like three or four pages and more mostly is just like this is a topic you can pray about for your child here's some scripture to back it up here is like a prompt that kind of thing yeah so it's not really like a. when you're reading that like one chapter a week or something yeah the i'm doing two chapters a week okay but i guess that makes it a little more manageable and when i did that when we had our little yeah book books, thing yeah so um and then the other book we're not like the study i'm doing we meet every other week and we're doing three chapters in between those two weeks uh, but i have learned about myself i can't read like i have to save that for like a couple of days before we meet or I'm going to forget everything I yeah. thought was important or that like I mm-hmm. really like resonated with me. So I actually haven't read past the first three chapters yet. Uh-huh. Um, but I will, I'll read them. I promise everyone, <laughs> everyone out there who might be in the book study. Um, but anyway, see, so yeah. um, that's all. Yep. Book club closed. Done Close that. Um, so for this week, we are going to be talking about the idea of, finding things that give you life or like bring you joy mm-hmm. um, or just kind of discussing like what brings us joy and what gives us life. And there's a little bit of like kind of a backstory to why this is the topic for today. Um, I like, I think I just said we had, I had a good week. You had a good week. Um, there was nothing like bad that happened this week. You know, it wasn't like, Oh, I had a particularly hard day with miles or, um, the week was so busy that I felt like I was going, going, going and didn't stop. Like we had a really good week overall, but I still got to the end of the week feeling kind of funky. And I like, I really didn't understand why, um, I was feeling a little annoyed and irritable and I just couldn't quite put my finger on it, but I'm trying to be like more self-aware and reflecting of like, okay, like what could be impacting this? Um, and I felt like while we still had like a really good week, I 
didn't do all the things that typically are life-giving to me um, that I should do, like to be healthy and to be like the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm really bad about that, actually. Like, well, resting, one. But two, like even just having something that brings me joy or like hobbies like outside of being a mom, being a wife, you tell me all the time, like, you really need to find a hobby. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't have time or whatever, which is actually really foolish. And it's not healthy. But um, so we thought it'd be like, I don't know, good idea to kind of go back and forth talking about this with each other and sharing with you guys and maybe encouraging you to find those things if you're kind of feeling like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to actually send it over to to you and you can kind of start us off. All right. Talking about what brings you joy because it's really easy for you to find things that are life-giving and that you enjoy doing. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it seems I am it's a little easier for me than it is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, uh, so the first thing that I will say is um, it's something I just started doing yesterday this year actually because I haven't done it all year yet. Um, but it's reading outside on the deck. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I did it today as well. And I pretty much, I did it a lot today, actually. Yeah. Like, most of the day, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pretty much for miles an entire nap. And then when you guys went on a walk, mm-hmm. um, and then I did it yesterday, I forgot how much I liked it and I haven't done it really yet this year. Um, and not just reading, but just sitting out there and, um, being, you know, outside on the deck and see i don't you know i don't mind winter i love winter Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't like it because they're stuck inside but i like it and i like (laughs) i don't mind being stuck inside and the the coziness of it Mm -hmm. and so it's not always my first my initial thought isn't to like oh i should go outside and just you know sit out there and hang out you know I, i like it i just don't typically think about it um so i finally did it this weekend though so it was nice so i'll be doing that more i'm sure you know what we should do we should get a hammock like i mean we don't have trees in our backyard that we could attach a hammock to but you can get those kind that have like their own stand yeah because i think for me like our chairs on the deck aren't super comfortable oh so like i i sat out there last weekend and it was really lovely but my butt started <laughs> hurting. Have rather been in a hammock. I, I would have. I would have rather had like a little pillow and <laughs> swinging in the hammock. That See, would have been so enjoyable. You just want to. You just want to be able to nap outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just any way you can nap. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's why you can't nap in those chairs. So that's why. That is true. You can't. Oh, they're they're plastic Adirondack chairs. Yeah. So I don't think they're that bad. Well, but, I don't know. They're just I mean, maybe after a while. Yeah, but sitting and yeah. My can't butt, nap in them. My butt hurt. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So. Anyway, sorry. No, I didn't mean to interrupt okay. you. No, that's fine. Put um, in the hammock on the, the list. Things oh, to get. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, I, I just forgot how much I like it just sitting outside and it's uh, a lot harder to get distracted and um, yeah. And just the way our deck's set up too, because we got that one bush on the mm-hmm. one side gives so you, you some privacy gives you some privacy and then our backyard at the very back it just is a bunch of tall trees, trees. so that those like cover up um or kind of make a wall back there so it kind of seems like you're in your own little space yeah um True. and 
so that's nice um but yeah that's something that had you know brings me life mm-hmm. uh <laughs> do you feel super cheesy saying that kind of yeah, yeah. i could tell if you're like brings me life <laughs> <laughs> um and I mean, reading in general, yeah. I think is something you like getting lost in like a good book. Yeah, I can tell when I haven't read in a long time and, or I'm not like um, I haven't I'm not like habitually reading as mm-hmm. much uh, that it's just like, I don't know, weird because I like it. And yeah. so it gets funky when I'm not. Um, and then I guess another thing that brings me life um <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna be able to say it straight I know, it's okay. anytime it, well, um, for all of you listening i'm the one that used that term mm-hmm. and i'm making ryan use it yeah so he didn't come up with it yeah <laughs> he feels you know i mean to be so. fair i don't know what else to say yeah but that's okay um i this has actually been something i've been doing for a few years now and but I can tell where when it, there's weeks that I don't do it as much or I miss out on it. It's something that I do um, really miss, and that's I don't want to use the word journaling because I don't feel I feel like that's too strong of a word. But like writing in a journal ish thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just say journaling for Pete's um, sake. Because but I, I to me journaling is like you're going over your day and all these experiences and things like that. That's not really what I'm doing. No, I mean I don't um, think it has to be that. Yeah, yeah. It's usually not even a full page. Yeah. It's just like might be half a page, but um, it's something I try to do every day. Um, and usually it goes along with like you know reading the Bible or praying spending time with god that kind of thing um i try to do it on one of my breaks at work so that way it's like i always have a time set Mm -hmm. aside um that's a good idea yeah and yeah i have my own office so it's like i'm in a room by myself so it's easy to like Mm -hmm. you know not be distracted and things like that by other people or anything um but um i've i just found that like writing it things down really helps um, make things more real I think it's not just a thought in my head like if I'm praying or reading the bible or whatever um, or just writing down my thoughts or um, whatever it may be uh, that day um, it's it's just very I don't know almost freeing to an extent Mm -hmm. to um but and it's also really nice to be able to look back yeah um one thing i want to do and i think this was i can't remember who it might have been nt Wright on his podcast he was talking about this but and i think he may have been specifically talking about prayers i actually can't remember now but um he would at the end of the week go back and look at everything he wrote down throughout that week Mm -hmm. and just reflect on it, pray about anything that was necessary or whatever. Uh, And that's something I want to do, do more of. Yeah. Um, I don't do that as consistently or um, as much um, or have like any uh, like, yeah, I guess consistent day. It might be like, Oh, this one day I'm just flipping through and rereading things, but it's nice to be able to see things um, that you've thought about written down 
it helps to not forget things. Um, I think too, prayers is like, forget prayers, pr- be cool. revelations forget whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool too if you would like went back and you even journaled how those prayers were answered or something, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I know like I pray and sometimes I feel like God doesn't answer prayers, you know? Mm-hmm. But then like if I had written down specific prayers and then went back and reflected, I could see like, Oh no, he did answer this, yeah. you know, or mm-hmm. yeah, I think it helps. Yeah. In that regard, it helps just like set, um, well, it's almost kind of like creating an altar, I guess, like in the Old Testament, whenever something God would speak or do something, they would make an altar, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, something to like mark to that moment. It, yeah. yeah. And um, so it's kind of like that. Yeah. Too, in a way. So it's like, yeah, when when you have a prayer or something to write it down or just something that stood out to you while I was while you were reading or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it's like literally a sentence sometimes i just sometimes i'm just copying down verses i read Mm -hmm. and that's all it is so it's not like that's why i was hesitant to say journaling because it's not always a strict thing it's okay um but i do find that weeks that i don't do that as consistently um are a little like weird like something's missing it feels like something's missing yeah uh and then obviously you know, going into the next week and trying to reflect on the old, the previous week or previous days or anything, or just trying to remember, like, as the weeks go on, what, you know, what has been going on this past month Mm -hmm. with me? It's like, uh, when I, when I have big chunks of time missing and from writing it, sometimes I can feel like, uh, you know, I'm just like drifting through life without, paying attention to anything so you know it helps me focus helps me stay grounded i think and yeah i I don't know does that make sense yeah i didn't know you did that yeah i do every day at work well i do it at work so you never really see me i am (laughs) yeah yeah it is at work so i don't see it yeah i just find i for me it helps to like re focus myself Mm -hmm. on what matters in the midst of work where I can get really mm-hmm. distracted or worn down or whatever it may be. Um, it's, it's a nice like breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And, um, some days I don't feel like doing it and I don't, but then on the days I don't feel like doing it and I do end up doing it. It's like, it, it it's amazing how it can turn around a you day. Needed it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's nice. And I don't wake up early enough. I would love to be one of those morning people who yeah. do it in the morning. But I can you attest, know, you're I, not. <laughs> I barely wake up with enough time to get to work on time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so once, I don't know that I'll ever be able to do that. Well, but. I think that's okay too. Like you know yourself. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no reason for you to then like force yourself to do something because mm-hmm. then you're not going to do it or yeah, you're not going right. to enjoy it. Or I'm just going to beat myself up for not doing yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. You're just right. finding the time in your day that makes sense for you. Yeah. So, um, that one is that. And then my, okay, I got one more and this will sound like a cop out, but it's not, but it's this podcast. This is this brings me joy in life oh, and all wow. those things. I know, isn't that cheesy? 
Um, but I just, I, I felt like as I was thinking about what we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, I was like, how, I just thought, especially given what we talked about in our first episode about we wanted to do this, why we wanted to do it, mm-hmm. um, just to have something fun to do yeah, and together and, um, yeah, it is something that I look forward to and, uh, I'm excited to do each week. Yeah. Um, since we've been doing it, and so far I'm not sick of you. So that's good. <laughs> I'm, just I'm glad that the four weeks we've done a podcast has reinsured you. Reassured yeah. you. You're not sick of me after yeah. six years of marriage. <laughs> I'm just lovely. kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but are you? Yeah. Well, I hope you're not kidding. Like I hope you're not sick of me. No, I meant yes. That's I what I mean. I'm yeah. teasing you. I'm not sick of you. Yeah, that sounds really uh, reassuring. Anyway, so what uh, what brings you life? Let's yeah. hear it. Okay. Well, first thing, I I love people, mm-hmm. and I love being around people. And I think I may have shared this at some point already, but like being at home all day, I would not trade the fact that I get to see home with Miles for anything in the world. I I know how like what a privilege it is I know that not everybody gets that opportunity and I don't take it for granted but as an extrovert it's really hard sometimes um and I can't like like this coming week I actually know it'll be a good week for me because I have like three things on my calendar already where it's not just me and Miles during the day like Mm -hmm. I will be seeing other people who I love and I mean I love you obviously (laughs) like that goes without saying I'm saying like outside of our home yeah having like friendships and relationships people I can connect with during the week Mm -hmm. it, it it's hard when I don't have that. And I didn't have that this week. Um, and I don't mean like I Marco Polo friends throughout the day, but I'm talking like face to face real. Yeah. Interactions. Quality time. Yeah. Yeah. I did have that yesterday, like with my sister-in-law's, but like throughout the whole, like Monday through Friday, Friday, I didn't. And, um, and again, like it wasn't a bad week. It was a great week. But I just felt funky because I was like, man, I am craving that. And actually, like, it brought me back to the winter time. Winter was really hard for me this year because of that. Like, it's just, you know, you're stuck inside. A lot of my friends work. So, <laughs> which is great for them. But, like, I don't, I can't just, like, pop over and be like, want to hang out for a little while with Miles? <laughs> like, um, and there's just really nothing to do in the winter time where we can even like get outside the house except especially because he doesn't like yeah, he can't do young. any of the winter activities yes, yeah like we, yeah. we went to the library each week that was like our outing and i was like oh it's library story time wednesday and <laughs> um so anyway it was hard in the winter and i just felt like that this week like you know and part like part of it could be my fault it's not like i reached out to someone mm-hmm um, but now I know I need to do a better job of that. Like if I'm looking at our calendar and seeing like, oh, it's just like another like normal week. We don't have anything on the calendar during the days. Maybe reach out to a friend and hey, do you want to come with me to the splash pad with Miles yeah. or something? Um, or do you want to go for a walk or, you know, whatever. But um, along with that, I love opening our home to people and like hosting and cooking for people and we haven't done that in a while like i don't remember the last time we had people over 
Well, I do. <laughs> it was a month ago. Yeah. So like a month. That's a long time. And it is something that really fills me up. And again, like just life happens and we get busy and mm-hmm. things are going on. Our calendar is full, but that specifically like we haven't done for a while. Um, so I would like to like just be better about being intentional with that. Um, now this is actually pretty crazy that it's about to come out of my mouth, Uh-oh. <laughs> but so I've never been the type of person to work out very uh-huh. much, you know, like I didn't grow up like in the gym and wanting to like stay fit <laughs> or anything like that. Um, like one year you and I try to train for a five. I actually forced you to train for a 5k yeah, with me. That's your idea. Because I thought like, Oh, if I have an end goal, I'll enjoy like running. I did not. <laughs> we did do the 5k. Yep. You probably could have ran the whole thing straight through. I was like dying. I was like, this is awful. Why does anyone do this to themselves? <laughs> um, we finished it, but I literally said, I just don't like running and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, like the the year before we I got pregnant with Miles, I started going to like a fitness studio and I was going pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first time in my whole life I exercised on a consistent basis, like three-ish times a week. Um, but then COVID happened, it shut down, I was pregnant. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. the last thing I really wanted to do was go <laughs> and exercise. And it took me a really long time to get back to a place where I was actually doing something like you know, some sort of activity on a consistent basis. But for like the last six weeks, I have been other Mm -hmm. than walking every day. I walk the dogs and miles. Um, So that's like my cardio, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's super lame, but that's my cardio, like a grandma. Um, But I have like usually Tuesdays and Thursdays in the morning, I'll work out with miles just playing in the room with me. And I have not done that in the last couple weeks mostly because of like i've had to do work during those hours yeah um but i think that it has affected me like i I actually think i miss it i feel so much better when i do that one because i'm like trying to be healthier but two like it actually is fun like it makes me (laughs) feel good you know so I'm shocked that I'm even saying that because I'm the type of person that's like, oh, working out, blah. Like, why? Yeah. Who does that? I actually <laughs> made the joke today. Um, someone we know tore their ACL playing soccer, and I was like, that's why we don't play sports in our yeah. house. Um, which we're not opposed to sports, but like you and I just don't care that much, you yeah. know. Anyway, um, so yeah, that is something that I realized. Like, I actually really do enjoy that, and because I haven't been doing it, it has affected me and it Mm -hmm. is life giving. Um, I don't even know who I am anymore. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But lastly, now this is actually what I thought you were going to say when you said it's going to sound like a cop out, but Uh, it's quiet time with the Lord and like personal, like worship mm. with him. Um, I know every time I sit down and like, I'm still before him. It's not like this mind blowing earth shattering thing. Yeah. But when it is something that is like consistent in my life, I know that one, I feel more joy like throughout the day. And like we were created for connection with him. So if we're not taking the time to truly have that connection with him, then 
we're going to feel off. Like we're going to feel funky. Oh yeah. Um, and I haven't been doing that. Like I'm just being honest. Um, I will try during the day to like read my Bible with miles awake and it's hard. Like (laughs) I feel distracted because he's a year and a half and running around and bumping into things and falling and wanting to play and whatever. And like you, I don't like waking up early either. That's probably one of our biggest fights because my alarm goes off at 5 a.m. and I don't wake up till 5.45. (laughs) And Um, the alarm goes off every 10 minutes until... I know. I need. Uh, like there's Actually, a, you've been really good about it lately. Well, there's a huge part of me that wants to get up at 5 a.m. So mm-hmm. I work in the mornings, like early anyway. Like I'm already up. Yeah. So for me to get up to have that quiet time, I feel like it's extra early. And every part of me wants to desire that, but I hate it so much. Like I hate, like I, my alarm goes off at 5, and I'm like, why did I do this? Does to it myself? still go off at 5? Yeah. Oh, I vibrate. I don't though. think I, I wake did, up I ch- anymore. No, I changed it to vibrate. Okay, okay. So you don't hear it. Good. But I do. Um, yeah, I was just going to let you think I've been doing better. Oh, <laughs> but no. This whole time. <laughs> no, I it still goes off. I don't get up till 5.45. Um, but like, there's a part of me that really wants to do that because I know the value of having that quiet time. The flip side of that is I could do it late at night, but then sometimes it then makes you me fall too asleep. well I'm just kidding. That or it makes me like too awake and then yeah. I can't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my mind's going or I'm like on this high or something right. and like then I'm like, oh I don't want to go to bed. So I really do need to find the, the like you, like right you have time. that break in your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy for me because I literally have built-in breaks in yeah. my day. I so. need to find what that looks like for me um, because I do feel like I, I, I desire that, like quality alone time with the Lord and even just like time to worship him that's not like you know, want to make doing dishes or whatever, which doing it when you're doing everyday tasks doesn't mean it's less meaningful. Right. But there's just something different when you're not distracted by anything else. And, um, thinking about that actually led me to a verse in the Psalms. It was Psalm 1611 and it says, you will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. And I think I, like the, I'm just really craving like the joy of being in his presence. Yeah. Um, so, and not to say that that means like everything's perfect and right. Like, well, there's no problems on those weeks that I do that. Yeah. But I do think I do feel better and I'm just, yeah, I was just in such a funk. Um, and it, like, <laughs> this is so silly, but I notice it because like when I'm on a walk with the dogs, I actually remember the day, Monday, I was on a walk with Ace. He wasn't even being, like, bad. He was just being a dog. And I was like, Ace, stop. Like, I was being so annoyed (laughs) with him. And then I literally thought, like, what the heck is wrong with me? Poor Ace. I know. He's like the Edith of our family now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a Down Abbey reference (laughs) for anyone who likes the show. Um, But, no, he he is not the Edith. No. He's not. But... Now I feel bad. I'm a terrible <laughs> dog mom. But it was, uh, it's just like the irritability was coming yeah. out of me. And I'm like, I don't know where this is coming from. And it, it is. It was from the fact that I wasn't doing the things that I should be doing to 
like Mm -hmm. bring me joy bring me life make me feel the fullness of like the abundance of life that we've been Mm -hmm. given and um i don't know i think it's easy to do that too like you sometimes get on autopilot yeah like i know what i need to do to get through this day and we don't take the time to stop and one think what does bring me joy yeah what is life giving to me or to carve out the time to do those things, mm-hmm. you know? And I guess you could say rest too, kind of. Would you say rest instead of give you life, things that bring you rest? Um, I don't know, because maybe. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's some overlap there because, you know. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. It's similar. Which that's, that's another, I think, that could be another episode, talking about Sabbath. Napping. Napping. Oh, it's my, <laughs> Just kidding. I, I love napping. I took a nap today, but it was yeah. really short. I was really bummed. Yeah. I was like, Miles, is, Miles took a three-hour nap. That's not normal. He took a good nap. He took he, a really good yesterday nap. Yesterday, too. Yeah. He slept for a really long. We've been outside a lot, and like we had church this morning, so yeah. he was like, I mean, he loves church. He loves playing, and just everyone's doting over him. So yeah. he's, and he woke up pretty early this morning, yeah. too. Um, but he took a three-hour nap, so I was like able to read, and I was able to catch up on a show, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to take a nap, and I'm just going to wake up whenever he wakes up. I woke up 20 minutes after I fell asleep, and I was like, this is the worst ever, yeah. but I do love napping. But yeah, there's more to Sabbath than napping, though. <laughs> yes, there um, is. But I think we both are trying to do better at like having a Sabbath day too mm-hmm. specifically. So maybe that's something we could talk about in the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Do you find that I I feel like this is, happens to me when when one of those things and maybe maybe not all of those things, but like can't have the same weight. But when one of those things kind of falls out of place, everything, everything else, else does. like all the other things that bring you life kind of fall out of place. Yeah. Cause that's how I feel for me is, is when, like if, if I'm not, you know, taking the time to read or do something like that, um, sometimes like just getting in that funk, like it opens the door for the funk, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. The funk comes in. <laughs> yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Why is the funk? the funk uh, theme song? Another one bites the dust. I don't know. <laughs> immediately when i started singing boom <laughs> yeah that's, no that's your first when you think of funk you think of queen i, I guess so. <laughs> uh, um, it's not and, even like an r&b like funk. band well no queen no yeah. but funk <laughs> is r&b anyway well anywho anyways yeah no uh, i do think that happens yeah. yeah it's it's almost like it just like it pulls down everything else Mm -hmm. like it's some of those things are weighted more so like i feel like you know if i'm um like not doing my like writing in quiet time and things like that those kinds of things definitely feel like they drag me down more but uh yeah definitely the other things too i feel like it's like they all kind of are tied together i think and when one falls out of place they all kind of get disheveled that's a good point well and too i think it's helpful that we're talking about this with each other because now if i can tell you are a little funky i could ask you like hey are you journaling hey are you taking time to read yeah 
I mean, we do, we're hopefully we'll be doing a podcast every week. So <laughs> I guess I can't bring that up, but I mean, but it's good to have someone who you share yeah. like those things with, to be able to say, just to hold accountable, not yeah. like a, well, even it's like, not even to hold way. accountable necessarily yeah. as it is to like uplift you and yeah. say like, you need to take the time to do this because I can tell because like, yeah when you get into a funk you can kind of get a fog and you, sometimes you won't even realize what what's going on or realize that you haven't been doing those yourself. things that bring you life and mm-hmm. and uh and so it can be easy to just go on autopilot for however long that is until yeah you either wake up one day and realize oh man i haven't done this this and this in forever and mm-hmm. i really want to or um yeah, if you could have somebody pointed out yep. who can see more clearly as to, hey, you haven't done this in a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why you're having a rough week or, or something. You're snapping at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, not speaking from experience. What? Okay. <laughs> I meant the other way around. No, I know. I got easily annoyed with you. And yeah. I was like, this does not feel warranted. And I remember <laughs> you saying, like, what is wrong? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> Because well, I now I know I knew like I couldn't I couldn't verbalize what it was yeah. yet because well, I really didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then when I took the time to reflect, I was like, "Oh, I'm not doing stuff that makes me Sarah or like yeah. that helps me feel alive." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Even though it was a really good week, and sometimes I feel guilty saying that because like the joy of like being with Miles and playing with him, and mm-hmm. you know, like those obviously are life giving things. Yeah. But I think for me specifically, like I have to find other stuff that is outside of the title of being mom too, because it's really easy to like, I don't know, just get wrapped up in that and be like, well, that's enough. That should be enough for me. But like, I'm more than just a mom. Like, yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's healthy to tie your um, health, like emotional, spiritual, mm-hmm. physical health to into like a, your one kid. Role or yeah or, or to you know because yeah. then oh, if yeah, like he's having a bad day yeah it's not fair to him <laughs> yeah, or, no. or to anyone no. you know to tie that to anyone yeah. is, would be doing a disservice to that person for sure and because they're gonna let you down i mean everything you know no yeah. one can carry people can you know we as individuals can't carry our own stuff half the time so no. to try to have to mm. put to, it on someone else yeah, that's, it's, it, that's yeah but yeah hard, that's a good so. point <laughs> Well, any other final thoughts or questions? I don't think so. I think that's about it. I think we would just like encourage you guys, if you're listening, and maybe you have felt that before, to figure out, take the time to figure out what is life-giving to you. Actually, I would say, too, something that I started doing this year, and I've done it before in the past, but like I've done it a little more consistently, is I've been writing, not every day, but um, almost every day, like a list of three things that I'm grateful for and has been helpful to go back and look at those lists to see like if there's themes and there has Mm -hmm. been like themes of like laughter with you or laughter with Miles, laughter with friends, having friends over for dinner. Like um, I'm realizing like these are the things that bring me joy. These are the things that are life giving to me. So if you're listening to this thinking like I don't really know for sure if I have like specific things I could say maybe mm-hmm. start doing that and figure out if there are themes that keep coming up in your grateful list because um, that could be helpful yeah that's a good idea yeah well thanks <laughs> I don't think it was my own <laughs> but 
I'm sure I probably heard it from somebody else. Yeah. Not you. You just tell me. You need to find hobbies. No. Well, I mean. <laughs> I do need to find more. Yeah. Like. Well, I, I don't even, I, I, you know, like hobbies, yeah. But like also just like, I think sometimes it's not even that you you don't have hobbies. It's just sometimes you don't, like, I think you do have more hobbies than you realize. Yeah. It's just, I don't take you the time don't to call do them. them hobbies or you don't take the, yeah. And well, so, cause I think I said this our first episode, a lot of my hobbies are just like making our household function. Like I enjoy cooking, but I don't ever really cook for the sake of enjoying like a new recipe. You used to more often. Well, but I feel now like, I feel like I don't you? have the time. Like it's like, you know, I need to cook yeah, with a true. baby, like a child running around. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. I want to like get the kitchen cleaned up after. And the kitchen, having a clean uh, kitchen after cooking makes me not want to cook. You know what uh, I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. especially if I'm going to make like an elaborate recipe that's more pots and pans, that's more cutting boards, like yeah. it's just more stuff. So it doesn't feel as enjoyable in this season. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway. Yeah, it makes sense. I w- I'll stop rambling about how I don't <laughs> have good hobbies. <laughs> you do, you do. Uh, well, um, thank you guys for tuning in to episode number four. And if you wouldn't mind, we would be honored and we would love if you would rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Make sure you've subscribed so you get... Um, our weekly episodes no, when they yeah. come out, they Notify. will show up in your queue. Yeah. Um, easy peasy. You even have the option of making sure they download right away. So if you want to listen to us while you're in the car, you're not using data, which I have a habit of doing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram at By Grace We Live Pod. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Every week we try to post after the episode, ask questions. Um, so make sure to look out for those posts and let us know what are some things that give you life this week. Yeah. Uh, until next time, we're the Fords and we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>